Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the RR Show, the best show in the world. Today we're jumping into a little bit of our slash tales from retail. So get your tea and your popcorn ready as we jump in with our first story. From Ray Gun Wedge. That's why I stopped shopping here 40 years ago. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. As I was stocking the shelves in the meat department, an elderly gentleman approached me seeking assistance. He was on the hunt for a specific brand of bologna that had a first and last name on it. I happily pointed him in the direction of our limited selection of that brand. But as he surveyed the four options we carried, he let out an exasperated sigh. That's it! he exclaimed, gesturing to the beef bologna. You don't have any smaller packages of that! I apologized and explained that we didn't carry any smaller options. He then shifted his focus to the salami his frustration mounting. I don't like hard salami, don't you have any cotto salami? He asked, his voice rising. I regretfully informed him that we didn't carry cotto salami and apologized for the inconvenience. He let out a loud sigh of frustration. Why don't you have any more? They have a lot more stuff than this, he exclaimed. I calmly explained that we carry only what corporate authorizes us to carry, and suggested he may find what he was looking for at one of our other stores in the area. But he wasn't satisfied. This is ridiculous! Why don't you have anything I want? He scowled before letting out a yell, This is why I stopped shopping here 40 years ago! And with that, he stormed off, leaving a nearby woman to chime in, This store's only been here 20 years. It's been a while since the incident, and we haven't seen or heard from the man since. But who knows, maybe in another 40 years, he'll return, and we'll finally have that cotto salami he craved. Our next story is from Krusty Chopstick. Today, a customer broke his item in half and threw it on the floor because he couldn't return it. It was just another day at the second-hand store where I work. We have a strict policy of no returns or exchanges, and it's clearly stated all around the store, as well as on the receipt. As I was working the register, a man in his late 40s approached me with a final record, wanting to return it because he already had another copy at home. The record had cost him less than three bucks. I informed him of our policy, but instead of understanding, he exploded in anger. The transformation on his face was fascinating. His face turned red, his eyes widened, and his jaw dropped. He argued that the record was broken, even though that wasn't his initial reason for wanting to return it. 
I explained that we're unable to play test the vinyl before selling them, and can only go by the condition of the record itself. But that only made things worse. He yelled, You're making me fucking angry! How about this then? And proceeded to break the record in half, first with his hands, then over his leg. He threw it on the floor and stormed out of the store, yelling about how much we sucked. It's baffling how some grown adults can act worse than a four-year-old over a small amount of money, especially when it was their own mistake. I was glad to have the support of other customers who witnessed the incident and were able to roll their eyes with me. At least, I never have to see him again. In next from Jammy Thing, Today a customer got annoyed, abandoned his shopping on my till belt, and just walked out. And I felt for the guy. Earlier today, I was working the register at a busy store. As the number of customers started to dwindle, the register in front of me closed down, and was serving the last few customers who already had shopping on a belt. I'd been serving for a good few minutes afterwards and started closing down too, when I noticed the number of people at the register in front of me hadn't changed. There were two people left, a guy who had a few items, and an elderly woman who was in front of him. The elderly woman was trying to use a coupon that, for whatever reason, was not working, but was adamant about using it. I couldn't hear the details, but it was clear that she was having trouble with her coupon. At this point, I had nearly served everyone who was left on my belt, and I honestly felt bad for the guy who at this point must have been stood waiting for 10 minutes or more. I managed to catch his eye, smiled, and gestured for him to come over to my till. He smiled back, picked up his couple of items, and put them on my belt. I only had one customer left before I could serve him. Those are on offer, demands the woman I was serving, pointing at her bakery items. Those are buy one, get one free, I know they are. Sorry, but I'm pretty sure those are not the item on offer. Yes, they are. I saw the sign. I know they're the ones that are on offer. I'll get someone to check for you. A minute passed and I got informed that her baked goods were in fact not on offer. She didn't say anything. So that'll be... What about these? I know there's an offer for them. She's now pointing at some other food items. Get someone to check them too. I know they're on offer. I'm only partway through asking someone to now check for another offer when the guy who I had beckoned across mutters something under his breath and just promptly walks out of the store, leaving his shopping behind. As he left, I saw the elderly woman still at the register in front of me, now with a manager there too. Even though I knew I was going to have to put his shopping back, I honestly felt for the guy. It was clear that he had grown frustrated with the delay caused by the elderly woman's insistence on using a coupon that wasn't working. Even though the store was busy, it was clear that the elderly woman was having a hard time, and it was unfortunate that the guy had to leave without getting the help he needed. It serves as a reminder to always be patient and understanding with customers, no matter how challenging they may seem. Next up, refund me because I didn't win by Scream Queen 32 Recently, the Powerball jackpot had reached almost $2 billion, and I, working at the customer service desk of a grocery store, was excited to see the frenzy of people buying tickets. One gentleman in particular caught my attention. He purchased almost $1,200 in tickets and made the usual joke, if I don't win, I get my money back, right? Even though he was laughing and smiling while saying it. 
I gave him the standard polite smile and he went on his way. The following day, the numbers were drawn and it was announced that someone in California had won. My shift went on as normal, or so I thought. That is, until the gentleman came back, demanding a refund for his losing tickets. Despite my colleague offering assistance, he insisted on speaking with me. He slammed down his pile of tickets and receipt and exclaimed, Okay, missy, I didn't win anything. You said if I didn't win, I would get my money back. So I'm here for my full refund. I was taken aback, trying to understand if he was joking or not. It soon became clear that he was serious. I attempted to explain to him that regardless of winning or not, all sales on lottery tickets are final. But he refused to listen and started screaming, No, 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 no! You said it yesterday. If I didn't win, I get my money back. Now refund me before I call the cops and tell them that you stole all my money. I tried calmly explaining that I understood that he was upset, but no one had stolen his money, and this is just how the lottery system works. However, he became more and more agitated and started knocking over a nearby display of candy and glass soda and beer bottles while shouting about how we had stolen his money. I had had enough and called for management and security. The management ended up calling the police while security detained him. He ended up causing more than $350 in damages. It was definitely an interesting and unexpected experience, one of those I don't get paid enough moments. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. This next story is from Broputer. Sir, it's my first day. Several years ago, I, then 19, had the mispleasure to work at a home improvement store, basically a big warehouse that people could come and shop in. My place was in deliveries, aka get things together for a customer to come up and get at a later date as well as taking calls for large orders and organizing a truck that would show up every morning and night to take bulk items to delivery sites. The job wasn't great, but I went for three months without major issues before leaving for a better place. The one instance that stands out amongst the three months is not later on, but is from the very first day that I worked there. A bit of a backstory to my first shift. At this company, they had an interesting way of training you. Namely, they didn't. Oh sure, they had us watch a series of videos on safety and general ways to interact with a customer, but there was nothing specific to what I personally would actually be doing. The only training I had was from the guy I was replacing telling me how to use the PDA phone to check what orders needed and how to use the information shown to locate items. That way I didn't have to know off the top of my head where things were. This meant that while my job took me to every aisle and outside to lumber and brick, I didn't have to memorize locations, and I certainly was never trained on item locations for customers. This leads to my first shift on the floor, where I was way out of my depth, but trying my hardest. 
I was able to get most of my work done without being disrupted, and the few times that customers asked where items were, thinking that since I had a uniform I would surely know, they accepted that I was new and appreciated me directing them to someone who could help them properly. Not this guy though. Not this one guy who had an air of him like all the workers were beneath him. It is almost the end of my first shift and I'm happy to be going home. I'm up on a ladder getting some items from the overhead storage in an aisle when this man comes up and asks where some specific pool item was. I don't recall what it was now. Of course, I didn't know, but I did know that earlier in the day I had picked up some pool supplies in the outer yard, not far away from where we were. So of course I tell him, sorry, I'm not sure since I'm new, but I believe they're over that way? You should check there. He proceeds to just stare at me. I ask him if he needs any other assistance, to which he replies that he does not, and asks my name, which I give him, not thinking much of it. Then he wanders off towards where I indicated, and I don't think any more of it. That is until right at the end of my shift, right as I'm finishing filling some info out at the main customer assistance area, which is also where the computer I used is located. Right near the end, I hear my name mentioned and I look up to see the man talking to my manager right near me. When he sees me looking, he just turns to me, looks me dead in the eye and yells, You have an attitude problem! Pointing right at me. How dare you not know where the item I needed was! You should have walked with me straight to it, not sat up on your ladder twiddling your thumbs doing nothing! I was incredulous, and all I could stammer out was that it was my first day on the job. He then proceeded to say that that was no excuse, and that I was insert various insults to my intelligence that I won't repeat, and that I should be fired for incompetence. This was my first time in retail, and I was absolutely dumbfounded that people would act like this in public. In the end, my manager got him to leave and told me that I shouldn't let it get to me. Clearly, it did, as I still remember it years later. Don't be that guy and always treat employees well at retail jobs, please. And by the way, the best part was that he already had the item he was looking for when he was yelling. And it turns out that the area I indicated was the right spot, so I don't know what the problem was in the first place. One more from It's Alex Balix. This guy just can't fathom our prices. So I own a store that sells and services fireplaces. A guy calls yesterday and we have this conversation. Uh, do you guys clean fireplaces? Yes, yes we do. Okay, um, how much do you charge? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred? What, what do you do for that much? I got to hear this. I explain the whole cleaning process as well as the safety inspection process. Alright, well, that's, uh, that's a little steep for me. I'm, I'm going to call around. No problem. I tell my employee about this funny call I just got. A minute later, the phone rings again. Caller ID confirms it's the same guy. This time I have my employee answer. They proceed to have the same conversation, except he asks when we could come out. We say we have an opening next Monday, and he says he has to check his schedule and he'll call back. About 30 minutes later, the same guy calls again. I answer, assuming he's realized that everyone charges about the same price and we can probably come out the soonest. 
Do you guys clean fireplaces? <sighs> Face palm. Yes, we do. Okay. And how much do you charge? $200. Jeez. Why does everyone charge $200? Me, as cheerful as possible. Well, to be fair, sir, this is the third time you've called us. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. But wait a second. Why do you guys charge so much? This couldn't be more than an hour of work. You're not paying for the technician's time. You're paying for the gas to get there, the truck, the tools, etc. You're also paying for the car insurance, liability insurance, workers' comp, our rent for the store, the wages for the employees available here to answer your call and help you when you come to the store. We also have an electric bill, gas bill, and water bill. I've had this type of question a lot, and the previous answer has almost always been met with understanding and usually winning the customer's business. This time, however... Well, why do you have to pass those costs on to me? Why don't you pay for it? Where do you suppose I get the money to pay for it myself? From the money you take in as a business. Just not your money. No, I mean... Ugh, okay, I get it. Alright, well, $200 is just too much. I'm going to call around. I promise I won't call you again. Fair enough. Have a nice night. Oh, yes. Hello there. I'd, I'd like I'd like one episode of the RR show, please. Yes, yes. How much is that going to be? Free? How, how dare you? Free is far too much. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you in the next one. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Through terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events, on our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.